You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. At this stage, we are watching what is happening. We are a evidence-based organization based on research. So we are collecting as much evidence as we can um, before we put out any type of communication around us. But what our main call has been from the beginning, um, and, and you said it, is that every all necessary measures um, need to be taken to ensure that the human rights of the Palestinians and the Israelis um, are fully protected and that um, they are guaranteed justice and reparation for victims. You know, we know that on both sides, um, civilians have lost their lives. Um, and this is a war crime. If any civilian is targeted or killed during any hostilities, this is deemed as a war crime in terms of international um, human, humanitarian law. Um, and so what we're calling on, what we're also calling on is for the international community uh, to put pressure on both sides to stop the violence, stop the escalation of attacks, the escalation of violence, and to stop feeding the beast. Right now, we need, we need this to stop um, because it's actually civilians who are paying the biggest price. And, and and this is where it uh, gets a bit sticky, doesn't it, Genevieve? Because uh, it seems as though uh, some very powerful nations have actually uh, uh, staked a claim here and, and, and they've nailed their colors to the mast by choosing a side. Uh, it is very clear where the United States stands, for example. Uh, I was uh, reading about uh, the European Union uh, where uh, some members, uh, at least um, one of the members there, had spoken out uh, anonymously about being unhappy about uh, some of the decisions taken by the European Union in terms of putting up the Israeli flag um, on their building and things like that. But it seems as though it's okay for people to come out and clearly say we stand with the one or the other. So how is that going to assist or facilitate any peaceful resolution? Unfortunately, Sakina, it's not. Um, and, and this is what we're saying, but by, by making such comments, um, instead of calling for each side to cease, for each side to stop the violence, you know, the politicians have failed the civilians, have failed the people on the ground. Um, it doesn't help that each one takes a side. We should actually all be on the right side, and the right side being that of, of humanity, um, of, you know, like I said, our concern that civilians on both sides are losing their lives. Um, that that's the right side, that these attacks should stop because they're injuring civilians, children, women, old people, people with disabilities. Um, and, and no matter where you stand, on, on which side you stand, you should be calling on each side to stop. Um, and, you know, we, we also have one of the one of the things that we've also been focusing on is international justice and the fact that in 2021, the International Criminal Court had opened an investigation into the situation in the state of Palestine, which we know is a root cause of this violence. This has been going on for years. There's been a 16-year blockade on Gaza, um, and its mandate includes crime under international law committed by all parties, not, not only the Israelis or not only the Palestinians. And, it's, and they've added now the current fighting to their investigation. Um, but yet nothing's really come of that yet. So we're also calling on the prosecutor of the ICC to expedite progress in such an investigation and to include um, these recent crimes, as they've said they were. But that, that process really needs to move quicker. Um, international justice has failed too many people around the world too often. And we need to ensure that international justice mechanisms are strong and working. And that's another um, area where countries can work, ensuring that those international mechanisms are working.
Do you get a sense, though, Genevieve, that uh, the ICC is taking this seriously and are basically trying to move the needle one way or the other? It's difficult to say for now, because, you know, like I said, the investigation was open in 2021. Mm. I guess we have to, you know, yes, this is a, a situation that has been going on for decades. Um, it's not an easy situation. There's a lot to be investigated. We'd rather have a thorough, thorough investigation. I mean, if you're going to have um, any type of justice, you need to ensure that the investigation is thorough, transparent, um, and done and done properly. Um, whether it could move a bit quicker, probably. We've seen the ICC move quite quick on certain cases. And as Amnesty, we've spoken about the double standards of the ICC. But this does not mean that we don't believe the ICC can be and should be a strong international justice mechanism. Um, and even when we spoke about this issue in terms of Russia, we, we called on South Africa to lead in that, because South Africa has led in that, and ensuring that international justice mechanisms continue to, um, to be strong. Well, or are strengthened in order to ensure that there is justice for people who are facing atrocities like this. Mm. You know, Genevieve, I wanted to ask you about um, uh, some of the video footage that Amnesty International's Crisis Evidence Lab has been going through Mm -hmm. uh, regarding attacks on both sides. But I want to park that for the time being to just allow you the space, as you said, because you want everything to be evidence based. Uh, So uh, we'd rather come back and talk to this at another time. But at this point, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, are there any successful efforts um, in getting any sort of aid through? Because as you say, the humanitarian crisis is just unthinkable at this stage. Um, are, are you as an organization able to, you know, get anything through to the affected parts uh, in that uh, particular region? Mm. So we are not a first responder organization. Mm. We don't provide aid. As I said, we are a research organization. Yeah. Um, but we have been keeping an eye on this whole issue about you know, what we're calling the illegal and inhumane blockade of Gaza, especially as the power plant runs out. Um, we're saying that, you know, this is also a war crime, taking away these basic services for civilians. There's also a war crime. This collective punishment is a war crime. Um, and this has so many effects, effects on medical care, sanitation, water, um, and so our biggest call is that this also stops, that people are allowed, that humanitarian aid is allowed through, but those who are providing humanitarian aid are allowed to do so. Um, and we carry on calling out the Israeli government on this. Um, and and we are, as, as a research organization, an evidence-gathering organization, mm. uh, we are observers, but also ensuring that human rights are upheld in, in this situation. Genevieve, uh, we'll hopefully follow up with you again soon. But thanks so much uh, for that. Uh, Genevieve uh, Quintal is Amnesty International spokesperson here in South Africa. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.